Hello, friends and fellow adventurers. Welcome to the MinMax Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. As always, we'd like to invite you to come join our Discord, where you can hang out with us and other listeners of the show. And if you'd like to throw a little financial support our way, you can check out our Patreon. And a shout-out to all of those at our big number level and above. Rock Jedi, Wolf, Blardimus Slump, Thunder Mammoth, Elisa Ellie, Das Chris, Fizzgig, AC Goldner, Jason K. Dickie Lopez, Carnifex, Alex K, More Dine, Doma El Laka, Dr. Grinis, Forevermore, Frank L, Just Mike Works, Ross D, Treehugger, Darren W, Gold Rhino, Indie Link, Tawdry Monster, and Fig Tear. Thank you all for your support. And now a recap of Session 92. After finding Gristark murdered by the Vanish Man and defeating the monster, we continue on to the port and wreck shit on some sea serpents. Out in the middle of the water is the Geode Center, the ship that brought us to Willowside. We help the ship get their goods into town. Later that evening, we decide to head to the Verdant Passage to deal with the blockade there. As per usual, we fuck them up from range. It really doesn't go well for them. We get back to Willowside to find that they've successfully fended off a Zolgath attack. That night, the wizard decides to have some fun and summons a magnificent mansion to throw a dinner party. His shenanigans inadvertently solve Willowside's food shortage. I've taken the spotlight enough. We're good. <laughs> no, I loved yeah. it. It was fantastic. Yep, there's Ted's role playing for the book. <laughs> I was going to say for the night, but yeah, for the book. <laughs> so let's say that uh, the day passes, then. The, the night passes. The night, sorry. We turn over to the beginning of day two of the siege. You've got the pier road taken out to care of, the pier secured. Trevor suggested that you go take care or do a strike out to the uh, slave camps to see if you can disrupt their logistics. The dinosaur corrals might be a good place if you take away the mounts somehow. Obviously, the siege tower itself is going to be a big deal. There's also that enclosure where they think that they're holding demons and things. Uh, Nothing's come out of that enclosure yet, but any of the scouts that get near it are terrified. They seem more dangerous than whatever the Zolgas are. However, they're not utilizing what's in that enclosure as of right now. So that's the four options at the camp. When you get to the camp area, all of the points are within about a one to two mile radius. I mean, if we hit the mounts, that would really slow down their ability to move around. And also, if we hit the mounts while they're not being ridden, they're not being told what to do. True. I like the dinosaur corrals. Let's do it. Dinosaur corrals. Unless Jeb's against us just killing dinosaurs. Who said anything about killing dinosaurs? Maybe we can free them? We're literally just talking about killing dinosaurs. We didn't say about killing them. We can just take them. Just just set them free. (laughs) Go wild. I don't know if that's any better. (laughs) Let's release a bunch of high-tier predators in the area. <laughs> I don't think Jeb's a huge fan of dinosaurs. They're kind of... We've already done enough of damage on accident. Never released the fucking griffin? Not the griffin, the manticore? We never really dealt with the manticore. The end of book two? I thought I, like, sent it off. I don't think we killed it. Yeah, no, the manticore never really got dealt with. By you all, at least. And we also made that one creature decide that it was, uh, pretty enough Not to talk people. to people. <laughs> 
It's a random question that I don't remember if we addressed or not, but it, since that last 24 hours, if I wake up and swap my spells, does it disappear since it's no longer on my spell list, or does it stay? It just has a 24-hour duration and stays for 24 hours. Okay. Yeah, so once you've cast it, it's there for 24 hours. Perfect. What happens to people inside if it, when it like, goes so... It kicks, ah. it kicks them out. They just fall out. Dunsing servants will show them their way out. The mansion will be closing in five minutes. <laughs> in the wizard's voice. Oh, hey, the mansion will be closing. 150 people are all of a sudden just sitting there on the ground. So, it's about six hours worth of travel. I need to know that you have a way to get through the camp without attracting detention. What resources are you going to expend to get through the camp to get to the dinosaur corrals? What level's invisibility? Second? Second level spell. Is there invisible orb in two? Yeah, so invisibility sphere is a third level spell. It's still only a ten minute duration, though. And I don't have it. I also don't have it. It would just make it so that we wouldn't have to use as many spells. I mean... Would there be a store in town that might, by chance, have a scroll of that that I could quickly learn it? Maybe they'd be willing to donate it to help the cause. Um, the only casters in town that would have high enough casting would be Divine. Not a lot of arcane or occult scrolls here. What is the caster dude from the... The Letterix? Letterix from the Banyan Boys do. Sturvin? The Letterix. That's right, the Banyans, my bad. The <laughs> Letterix. Uh, Sturvin, yeah. Uh, I can take a look at Sturvin. I'm sure he'd be happy to uh, have you copy from his spellbook. Yeah, what's he got? You just want to swap spell books here real quick? He'll copy some, and you'll copy some. Mm. He'll, he'll do a level for level trade with anything you've got. Or just trade. Mm. Let's, let's see. Let, let me take a peek. Share knowledge. Share knowledge. That's not a thing for Nethus. It's not? Damn it. I'm fairly certain it's not. It's the pursuit of knowledge, but I don't know if Nethus gave a fuck about sharing that knowledge. In fact, I'm pretty sure he didn't give a fuck about sharing knowledge of his spells. Yeah, but if gaining knowledge requires you to give some up, wouldn't yeah, that... Yeah, What's he got first? Let me, let me see what's if... What's he I got? got? <laughs> what's he got? Let me see if the Wiz is interested in this exchange. <laughs> uh, all right, give me a second. Pursuit of knowledge is one thing, just freely swapping spells, that's another. Oh, fuck. He's a sorcerer. So nothing. He is a fake. You can learn from a spontaneous spellcaster. I was going to insult him for being a sorcerer, and then I remembered Moonlight's a sorcerer. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest with you, I don't see anything in here that you would necessarily care about, or that you don't already have. Most of his list is classic control, blur, dispel magic, hideous laughter, touch of idiocy, enthrall, haste, meld into stone... Mind, oh haste, haste, haste is not uncommon. Fuck haste, haste is fucking garbage. <laughs> haste is not that good. Slow, on the other hand, he doesn't have slow. Dimension door, freedom of movement, outcasts curse. Dim- oh no, I, I decided against dimension door because I can't take my ooze with me. Don't think he has what you want. Yeah, I don't care for any of it. So, are there any magic shops in town? Like, I, I realize the casters might be divine, but are there magic shops that might have scrolls or potions or whatever? Could you use the ring? How far can you travel? Can you get somewhere with a magic shop? It goes like 100 miles, doesn't it? 
think it was 100 miles. Fuck off to Absalom. Yeah, and there's not a magic shop here. Literally, Absalom's got to be within 100 miles. We need a Starstone Isles map here. Shit. <laughs> Guess we're breaking out the Lost Omens World Guide tonight. Looks like it's probably around 300 miles. What? Fuck off that shit. Dude, page 13. Check out. Oh, it's, a 50, it's a 50 mile scale. Okay, it's bigger than I thought it was. Fuck. Okay, so but from where you're at in Willowside, yeah, Absalom is further than 100 miles away. Eskadar you could get to. If you went under the fucking ocean. Go, go under the ocean and go to Eskadar? That'd be fun. I mean, I need to be able to identify the location precisely, so it would have to be... Uh, A place you've been. Probably actually have to be Eskadar. Yeah, it probably would have to be Eskadar. Fuck it, go to Eskadar, get what we need. Who wants to make a shopping list? Uh, pretty much the same thing we were already thinking. Invisibility, sphere, teleport, if available. So I think the first thing we would look, I would look for would be a teleport scroll. If I can't find that, even if I do find that, I'd probably look for invisibility um, sphere. sphere also. Yeah. I was, I, I, the Wiz would, re- would ask for that regardless. He'd want both. I guess whatever check you need to make to find out if we can get a 6th level uncommon spell. It's a make it up sort of thing. Whatever arbitrary rule I decide to set into place for it. Whatever arbitrary percentage. Essentially. So what I'm going to do is I am going to roll the North Foundry d20. Whoa! Log! On an 8 or higher, you'll find it. 11. So, yes, you're not, like, there yet, but when you get there, you will be able to find a scroll of teleport. All right, we have shit to sell, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we obviously have a ton of shit we can sell. I mean, I could just hand over my bags of holding to you and just be like, hey, go have a fun time. Peach Pie, during this time, you've got craft, right? You could uh, be moving that keen over to Jeb's weapon. Didn't we decide Jeb would get that? That's true. I can do that. I'll do that. All of your treasure directly translates to 5,120 gold. Moonlight runs away and joins the circus. Wait. (laughs) Starts a new circus. (laughs) Why? This is already your circus. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's that's the joke. Okay, so then I'm ready to hit the sell key here? Yep. Yep. When? We have 10,000 gold. (laughs) Let's buy 10 potions of invisibility. <laughs> Greater in potions of invisibility? Yes, that's exactly how we should spend it. Did you disperse it? I haven't. Well, technically... Technically, Moonlight, Moonlight has all 10,000. <laughs> yeah, Moonlight technically has it all. After spending a fucking day selling it all. Yeah, that would be the entire day, so Moonlight would have to be out the entire day for that. That means Moonlight will not be available on day two. Almost so, nobody's going to be question. available on day two. Yeah. yeah. I'm transferring fucking runes. Transferring runes. Oh, shit. It's going to take us a third day because Ted's going to have to... Wizard's going to have to learn the spell. It's going to take ten hours just to learn these two spells. Can you speed that up at all or no? Like with a higher check? Uh, Like it's like two E or no, one E. Critical, su- critical success is just that I expend half the materials and learn the spell. Okay. It still takes an hour per... Because was it was it one e that you could like increase there, the difficulty a, by five to like half the time? There's a skill mm-hmm. feat I can take. I want to say that can I reduce that time, but I do not have it. Okay. okay, 
it looks like your wealth right now is about 11,000 between the four of you. Oh my god, Turtle just got 2,000 gold. Oh, hell. Oh, is that what happened? Ah! <laughs> it distributed <laughs> the turtle. <laughs> rich, bitches. <laughs> I'm so glad I looked. That's canon. <laughs> the turtle's got 2,087. Richest goddamn gold. tiger in the world. <laughs> what would a tiger do um, with 2,000 gold? Hoard it like a we dragon. Get an additional 520 ish gold. You shut your mouth, Swanee. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, she's an equal part in this adventure. <laughs> bullshit. How much do we all get? So it's 2,085 divided by four of us, so 525. 521. Uh, sorry, 521. 521 more. So everybody add 521 in. Sorry, Turtles Gold Pile. Oh, I'm almost getting a penalty for bulk. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> because of your coins? Too much, oh, too much gold. because of the fucking coins. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Don't worry, guys. I can hold on to it for you. Appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> I I got it all in platinum pieces, guys. It's okay. Is there a money changer on hand? I'm sure there's a money changer in Willowside. Well, not in Willowside. Yeah. I sold this all in Escadar. I sold it for oh, platinum that's right. pieces. That's right. That's right. At the beginning of day two, Moonlight is going shopping for the party. You are down two defense points. Do we know why? Just because of attrition or... Part of its attrition, those six defense points at the beginning of day two would be seven if the wizard expends three seventh level spell slots. Magnificent mansion, food supply, and shelter. I feel like we should give him like a bonus because those people are going to be like pampered. <laughs> no, it's not about being pampered, it's about sheer survival rate. They're living better than they have ever lived before. They have, li- they have literal <laughs> servants waiting on them hand and foot and eating better than they ever have seen. Okay, so we got that out of the way. David and Spencer, do you guys know what you want to buy? Alright, if somebody wants to borrow me 7k, I'll buy a mountain in the sky. What's sorry. that? I don't know, it's the most sorry. expensive structure. It might be a little <laughs> short of that, sorry. This tiny carved walnut shell contains a sacred mountain within. We might actually afford that. I got fifteen hundred for you, <laughs> Swanee. What do you? Uh, I got like five hundred at this point. I got like twenty seven hundred that I don't need for anything. Really. <laughs> cancel, cancel my items, Spencer. Here's three k. <laughs> mountain to the sky. Let's go. You're gonna be gonna be traveling to Absalom instead of Escadar then. Fuck yeah. the Maria. We're just gonna have our own mountain in the sky <laughs> climbing requires eight hours in a successful dc 35 athletics oh my god wow moonlight is gonna go on a shopping trip and do we have any last minute additions to the shopping trip david spencer number one greater comprehension elixir 54 gold number two portable workshop 200 gold it does exactly what you think it does. That way we don't have to pretend there's a fucking clanky, clanky pot behind me all the time. But the clanky, clanky pot was cool. It was. <laughs> I was going to say, when was the last time we pretended the clanky, clanky pot was nearby? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. When it fit for a joke. <laughs> when it fit for a joke. I want a fortification rune for my breastplate. 2,000 gold. What does fortification do? If I get crit, I roll a flat check. If I roll a 17 or higher, it changes it to a regular hit. Are you good to add that to your armor? What's your armor? Is it just plus one? Plus two with the whatever thingy on it. 
problem is that's a level 12 item, so Tyler would have to make a ruling on whether you can even we can find that. I thought we could do like up to one level below us. Oh, we're level 14. That's two levels below us. Yeah. And that would technically work. Is that what it is? I thought it was like each city had a certain level max. I hand waved pretty early on that Escadar's a port city. They've got a good chunk of, you know, availability. You buying a, you know, a couple of higher level items isn't going to break the whole thing. Okay. That way, when you get back, I'll have to do a crafting check to fucking put it on. So that'll be one of my days. The wizard would like to request a few things. Uh, he would like to request a greater assistant door knocker. Not upgrading my lesser one. I want a second one that's a greater one. And I would also like boots abounding. Uh, just like the basic level 7 version. I can't afford the, the better version. So all of my base speed will now be 40 feet. And I'll have two door knockers for multiple doors. Uh, I would also no, like to request... Having two knockers is better than one. Always, yes. always. <laughs> Eventually I'll have three, three <laughs> knockers and we'll just total recall this bitch. But, uh... Perfect. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> I, he would also like to request about ten gold uh, worth of munchies that you don't find around in these farm towns and bullshit. I want, I want some of that, good, those good munchies. You know, you, you know the munchies I'm talking about. So I'd like, I'd yeah, like to, moonlight, see, moonlight sees what you. I'd eat. like to request ten gold worth of some, some solid munchies. Stuff you want to get at the big towns. I used all my fucking like most. I didn't use all my munchies, but I used a good chunk of my munchies for that fucking worm. I need I need to restock my 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 stockpile. The munchie sleeve is running low. <laughs> gotta gotta restock. Like, oh, thank you. Go right here. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's great. Okay, so moonlight is gonna get the shadow signet. That's a thousand gold. Key making tools, fifty five gold. Uh, slippers of spider climb, three hundred twenty five gold. I'm gonna upgrade my dancing scarf. Ooh. Uh, so it's 590 gold. That's really all I needed. So those, you know, four things. Uh, the one I, I mean, slippers of spider climb are self-explanatory. Shadow signet, can you fill me in on that one? So that's that kind of broken ring that allows you, if it's a two-hit against a C spell, I can go against somebody's reflex or fortitude DC instead of their AC. Instead. Yep. Got it. That's fantastic. That's just so yeah. I mean, if we come across someone who's a ridiculously high AC, but they've got a shitty reflex DC, I can attack their reflex DC instead. With like telekinetic projectiles, really the only thing I have that's been attack DC. But that's okay. But I like my telekinetic projectile. Hit him with books. Spencer, did you find anything or no? No, sir. I definitely want things that they're way expensive, so I just wait. Sounds like we got a shopping list. While in Escadar, you aren't able to find all of the items that you are looking for. We've already made all the rolls for them. Okay, so where do we need to start this whole day thing? What are you doing for downtime? Make the checks, and then we'll describe it. Yeah, Peach Pie does nothing for downtime because I need four days to even make potions, and we're not going to have four days. So the day Moonlight's gone, I'm putting Keen on Jeb's axe. The day Moonlight returns, I'm putting the fortification on my breastplate. Other than that, I don't have anything else to do. So I just hang out with the circus. I practice my juggling. I go around and be a sad clown. <laughs> Attempts to cheer people up. <laughs> yeah, attempt to cheer people up. <laughs> I'm going to give you two options here. There is a an activity called Scout Hotspot, where you could make either a perception, stealth, or survival check for a two-hour activity 
to scout a hotspot or the Zolgath camp. Is this specific to the? Is this specific to the adventure shit? Yes. Okay. And then depending on your result, you will learn more details about the defense points. When defense points are lost based on what hotspots. The second thing you could do is you could do a downtime activity called Rally Willowside, where you make either a diplomacy or an intimidation check for an hour, and you would gain and lose defense points accordingly. I can't do that. Does Peach Pie still do nothing? I mean, you certainly wouldn't do the second one. No. And you're not stealthy, so you wouldn't be able to scout either. I mean, he said he could do a perception check with that. Perception, stealth, or survival. I do have perception. And it's a 12-hour activity to do the Zolgath camp. Is there any possibility I'd be getting into combat with this? No, no, there's only okay, two things. Because mostly you... I just don't want to get into a position where it's like I'm making a bunch of rolls and holding everything up. If, I just, if I'm just making a roll and seeing how it is, then okay, I'll do that. Yeah, it's a single check. It'll just take you 12 hours to do. Okay, I'll do that on the third day while the wizard is still learning spells. I get a perception check of 33. You're attacked. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> just you. <laughs> <laughs> Got gotcha, you, bitch. <laughs> Finally gonna kill one of you fuckers. <laughs> I just had to convince you to go alone. No. <laughs> um, there's a few things of note. You discover that the Zolgath camp is very sprawling. However, they are sectioned off. And your perception check is good enough to kind of act as a sense motive here as well. Uh, the different camps that are set up are all seem to be of different tribes or... You think you've heard the wizard call them clutches before? Of Zolgaths. And they don't necessarily get along the greatest. There are a few things that you see that you were told about by Trevor. The dinosaur corral. The fiend enclosure, I'm going to call it, seems like this looming threat, but it doesn't seem very active right now. You don't see things going in, to and from it that much. For the dinosaur corral, though, there's a lot of activity there. The dinosaur corral will have you lose one defense point per day starting tomorrow, because there's a lot of ramping up that's happening. There are enclosures with the herbivores, and enclosures with T-Rexes. And they're separated by a sturdy fence. But there's a lot of in and out going there. The smell of Zolgath is overwhelming in the camp. You would be in the Zolgath stench or the entire time as you're in the camp. However, the fiend enclosure has another stench coming from it. And it's, it's, it's hysterical. It's emotional. It feels like it attacks your brain. As opposed to attacking your senses. And that will cause you to lose two defense points on day four and every day after. The big issue is, and Peach Pie can see, is the enormous three-story siege tower that's being built out of bone and scraps of hide and wood. And once that's completed, Willowside wouldn't be able to stand a chance. That siege tower would completely, they would stand no chance. How many days away does that seem? It's not complete. It depends on how long it takes for them to complete it. You're not entirely certain, but it certainly doesn't look like it's rolling out tomorrow or the day after. The entire upper story, the third story of the siege tower, is incomplete, still being built. Good job figuring all that out. I get all that information. Peach Pie, we're doing reconnaissance. How exciting. I don't know why we're just going to kill them all anyway. So, Jeb, 
What do you do? Circus things. Take care of the circus? Yep. There's not much of a circus to take care of right now. That's too bad. I'm animals are in the stable. You could just spend all your time in the stable with the animals. It's a little overcrowded in there. No, I go get drunk with the bear. You want Bart off and just go get hammered? Yep. Turtles there too. What is Reckless night out on the town. <laughs> Reckless. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like the only thing really holding us up is the hours that it's going to take the wizard to finish learning their spells. Moonlight would get back at 6 p.m. on day two. When would the wizard be ready to go? Uh, the wizard would spend the next 18 straight hours learning those two spells, taking twice as long for each. Should be getting done around 1 p.m. the next day. He'd take like an hour break in between to eat some munchies. He needs some fuel. So do we say 1, p- 1 p.m. on yep, day 3? 1 p.m. day 3, he'd be fatigued and know both those spells. I did roll 17s for both Arcana checks and critically succeeded on both for half costs. Yes. So everybody's set. We've got our downtime activities laid out. Time to plan our attack, our next move. For this next part to make sense, I need to tell you that Tyler stepped away for a minute while we decided to formulate a plan. It sounds like we need to get rid of the barrier between the two the herbivores and the T-Rexes. I could literally go anywhere at any time with the spells I took. Then I took a bunch of distraction spells like pyrotechnics, illusory creature, ventriloquism. Like, I took shit so that we're not gonna get into combat, and we're just gonna distract the fuck out of everybody if shit hits the fan. We maintain invisibility, and I avoid combat with a fucking legion of Zolgas. Spencer, do you know Shape Stone? I wonder what that barrier between the two is made out of, if it's wood or stone. Because if it's stone, if we can just, like, create, like... A doorway? An opening between the two, the like, T-Rexes would go after the, the herbivores. That's a fun idea. The level four spell, Primal and Arcane. I'll grab it. I was wondering if there's like a, a wood version of that. Oh, there is. Shape wood spell. Level two spell. Oh, it has to be an unworked piece of wood. That's dumb. Why the hell does shape wood have to be an unworked piece of wood? Why can't it be any type of wood? The druids haven't figured that one out yet. Yeah. <laughs> I can do the branch, but once the branch has been turned into a, a, a beam, I can't do it anymore. It just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's dead, then. But, it's, I mean, even Shape Wood doesn't say it has to be alive. It doesn't have it to does. be... It just has to be unworked. And Tyler returns. What was the barrier between the pens for the herbivores and stuff? What was that made out of? A wooden bone. Reinforced with hide. Wooden bone. What type of wood? Uh, Trees. Fallen tree trunks. Just fallen tree trunks. So like unworked wood. uh, Fallen trees. Unworked wood, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Spencer's just laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically specifically unworked wood, right? I mean, uh, they, they, they put something up. The best they did was they, they felled some trees, chopped some, chopped some tree trunks in half, and used them like that. We just needed that word. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when I leave the room. I like okay. it when this happens. So it sounds like we skip to the end of day three, and you leave under the cover of darkness. Yes. And Tyler, just to confirm, we decided three magnificent mansions. I don't have to use four. That is correct. Three, not four. Okay. Quick addendum to my magnificent mansions. Everybody but what's-his-face. 
But Lederick? Yeah, fuck yeah. Lederick. <laughs> really? He's not allowed into any of the three. His brothers are. They seem all right. Sturvin and Tashlock are fine. Yeah, no Lederick. No Lederick. If he tries to enter, my unseen servants will not allow him in. He gets bounced? <laughs> yeah, that fucker gets bounced. <laughs> <laughs> and if his brothers or any of the citizens try to bring him food, they get bounced too and are on are no longer on the list. No, I mean he does he has a ring of sustenance, so he's fine. <laughs> but still. <laughs> Just need to make sure that was, uh, was stable. He he tries to go and he's like, I thought we were past this guys. <laughs> I thought we were friends now. <laughs> I'm not invited to the party. I hope his brothers come out and they're like, Oh my god, it was so magnificent. <laughs> so they had the dance party in there. Lederick, you should have seen it. <laughs> you ever think about how a ring of sustenance basically is a perpetual motion machine? Uh, no, but now I am. Okay, night of day three, guys. <laughs> Not, yeah, sorry. <laughs> we got shit to go do. End of day three. Everybody's rested. The citizens and some of the circus folk are uh, helping to fend off the Zolgath attacks. And it's going well. The defenders are not losing large numbers. And luckily for you all, the numbers that are lost, which are small, are none of the circus members. Under the cover of darkness, which of the three do you hit? I think we want we want to do the dinosaur camp first, right, guys? Yeah, let's do it. We got a fun plan. Sounds good to me. Fun plan for the dinosaur camp. You make your way up. Now, how do you approach the dinosaur camp? The Zolgath camp is about six hours travel away. How do you get there? This is you, Ted. I mean, I know the location at this point, right? Uh, you would be able to get secondhand knowledge directly from Peach Pie Scouting. So I can basically teleport us right onto the camp? You can get within a couple of hundred feet very easily. Yes. Okay, I'm going to start by casting an invisibility sphere on all on myself. Fifth level, right? Uh, fifth level, so it lasts one hour. And then I will cast teleport on us all and teleport us within however many hundred feet. My intention here is to roll this fancy D8 with uh, cardinal directions on it after I roll a percentile to see if it's even an issue. It is a short distance, so we're going to keep the, the chance on this relatively low. And this isn't written in, for those of you at home. I'm making shit up. The heightening on this is nuts. I can heighten it to level 7 and have us travel 1,000 miles. Nice. By heightening it one level, it's a thousand miles. Ninth level is to another planet in the solar system. (laughs) Gets a little bit stronger. Tenth level is any planet in the galaxy. (laughs) I love how you just have the option to just leave and never come back. Guys, if this... this sixth book goes to shit, or if any of these go to shit at any point, we're just leaving the planet. Yeah, bust out the Starfinder, we're, folks. We're, we're going to the Elven homeworld, bitches. Go to, go to Castrovel. Castrovel. Go to Castrovel. I'm going to show you guys my home. Let's go yeah. to the same hotel on the Dragon World that are, that the characters went to in... Uh, Driaxia? Driaxia, yeah. Been there for millennia. What if we run into our other characters? <laughs> the Wiz and Bubbles would get along so well. The Wiz would understand Bubbles. Oh, come on. The, the Wiz would understand Bubbles, 100%. <laughs> as far as did you hit your mark, you are off. So you actually end up 200 feet north. Oh, no, not 200 feet. I know. It's not a lot. How is it 200 feet? It's roughly 1% of distance traveled. Okay. If we're talking like okay. five, six miles, 
maybe a little farther. I mean, it's rough calculation, but that's just what feels right. You do not, however, end up in the middle of a cook fire somewhere. You are just off of a Clutch's camp. But you see the dinosaur corral, and it's part of the camp at large, but it is separated. Oh, I, I, pull, I pull Bernard out on one of my sleeves. It's awfully dark in there. Thank you for bringing me along, though, is it? I don't know if I mentioned that uh, both Bernard and the spell slime wear my sleeves to make teleport work. It's a dark night. The moon is overhead. It's clear, but it's not quiet. You all get closer to the dinosaur corral. The first pens that you come across are made of bone and wood and hide. And there's even some sinew on some of the hides still. You find that the pens that you encounter first... Peach Pie, you would know this based on where you were. Nestled up against this little cliff here are the Tyrannosaurus pens. And they're quiet. They're sleeping. Maybe... There's, maybe, there's one that gets up every now and then, stomps across the pen, and then goes to lay down. All around the pens, there are eight Zolgath sentries, and they're taking a point around and outside the doors. There are also two pairs of the halberd-wielding Zolgath rough riders on the backs of the war Soropeltas, and they're patrolling those two pair around the corrals. You're invisible. What do you do? Moonlight had a sneaky idea. We can sneak up pretty close to it, see these guys patrolling around. Yep, absolutely. You said there's a couple by the doors, or that's the patrols? There are some sentries by the doors, but if you take a close enough look, these are like Zolgas you faced in book one. They're mooks. A couple of them are even falling asleep with their weapons nearby. <laughs> Reminds me of the early quest in the fucking orc area. Go kick the pissants and yeah. wake them up. Peons. <laughs> the peons, that's it. Yeah. Peons, not pissants. Spencer, Spencer, do you have reach spell? The metamagic key? No. no. Then we need to get in the pen somehow. Who needs to get in the pen? Uh, Spencer. I do. Because that is a, that is a touch. It's a touch spell. How big is the sphere? Ten feet. It's a ten foot emanation. Yeah, we're all right next to the wizard. Well, we're in the invisibility sphere, so we all have to be within a ten foot emanation of the wizard. I'm pretty sure it's only hostile actions that would break the invisibility. All right. Well, let's creep up. If a creature made invisible by the spell leaves the spell's area, it becomes visible and remains so even if it returns to your spell's area. If any creature made invisible by the spell uses a hostile action, the spell ends after the hostile action is completed. So, basically, if we want to get you inside, we're going to have to like move right up to the thing if you want to maintain your invisibility with us. It looks like you could slip through different crack in the fencing here. It is meant to house Tyrannosauruses. It's not meant to keep out medium creatures, necessarily. Can you imagine how ridiculous we four would be trying to, like, all move together and not get too far away from the wizard? Nah, it's just comical. It's too bad it's invisible because it'd be hilarious to see. You guys, you guys are so slow. Move faster. God damn it. That is why it says you have to move together slowly. It calls out the slowly part. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. We just have to tie everybody together. 
What, what is your base movement speed? 30? Jesus, guys. Come on now. <laughs> Anyone would be able to squeeze through and in between these fence posts. You're going to be getting close to the Tyrannosauruses. Can Turtle slip through? Nah, she's just going to be right there. I think... Don't I need to touch way down where the herbivore is? Where is the herbivore camp? South. Uh, further south. Oh, are each are each of the T Rexes in a separate? Oh, the, so the herbivores aren't even in a cage. Yeah, they are. They're in the the ones you're seeing. Those are the ones on patrol. Oh, uh, well, this is totally not what I expected. This is our plan's not going to work very well. There's multiple pens. It's not just two pens. Correct. I thought it was a pen for T Rexes and a pen for herbivores. Well, fuck it. Sunburst. <laughs> They don't pen all of the T-Rexes together. Because the T-Rexes are pretty violent and they need to be penned a little bit separately. They're beta fish. Uh, can I ask, if you're going to do a hostile action, please leave my sphere, you motherfucker, <laughs> first. So you don't end the spell for all of us. <laughs> I will teleport back home and leave you here. I'll fucking I won't, I won't. make friends with a bunch of dinosaurs. None of these touch each other. What is in these other pens? These two, like, empty ones. Uh, those ones are, for the moment, empty. Empty? Okay. Probably for other T-Rexes that are out. Five T-Rexes. How many herbivores are down here? Dozens. Maybe about 50. Where's the gate to this one that we're right next to? The one that we're like that I'm almost in. Like Where, was it? where would be the gate to, like say, release them? Release the... Which ones? All. The T-Rexes? Any of them. They all have individual gates inside this makeshift hallway thing. The thing with the T-Rexes is, though, these pens are a lot of suggestion. A T-Rex that could plow through those, had a reason to, wanted to, totally could. So we could just walk through all these, and I do have a way to get Turtle to get through these without leaving her behind. So if we can get down here and Spencer use two castings, we could do this one here and this one, like, chunk here which would get at least one T-Rex down there. I mean, it sounds... Tyler's saying it sounds like they're tamed enough or they're not going to, like... I didn't say that. I mean, if they got free reign to the herbivores, you don't think a T-Rex would go for it? Are there any campfires or torches around, too? No. Zolgaths have dark vision. The reinforced wall that I was talking about is this one right here. Is that a reinforced wall, or is that just a cliffside? No, not what I'm pointing at, the length of that arrow. Not where the arrow points. The whole length of it. That's the reinforced wall. That's the wall that separates Including this chunk. Yeah, there's the, the smaller chunks, but like I said, those are more like posts connected by, you know, hides and things. A T-Rex that wanted to plow through that would absolutely be able to, with no issue. So what's the plan now, guys? I mean, I still think it works... For the two shape woods, if we we get rid of this chunk here and then get rid of this chunk here, I think this T-Rex would probably think that's fair game. I wouldn't think getting rid of some chunks of wood would be a hostile action. Right. We very carefully and clumsily, shoulder to shoulder with the wizard, make our way down to get out of the southwest here. Well, and quite honestly, yeah, we would probably go up and around. Up and around, yeah. We're not going to go through the T-Rex area. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> if you can help it. And Jeb is going to shape wood on two of these fences to allow at least the one T-Rex into the herbivore paddock. 
And hope chaos ensues. <laughs> yes, chaos ensues. Uh, to add to the chaos, I want to scare the shit and spook all of the dinosaurs, because you said they, the T-Rexes and shit could plow through some of these gates and stuff if they had to, right? Oh, absolutely. I produce flame on one of these hay piles and then cast pyrotechnics on it. Ah. And turn it into fireworks. Hell yeah. Clever. Very clever use of shape wood. I like it. Unworked wood. Hence the specific unworked wood. The specific unworked wood question. That makes sense. Here a point to whoever you guys want to give it to for that idea. One. You guys decide who gets it. Swanee has three now. No, you had to use one. one. (laughs) So he's back to two again. (laughs) Back to the one you guys have. And then this hay pile is in one of the empty pens uh, up on the, the Tyrannosaurus side of the corral. I don't think you want to do that until after this T Rex goes. T Rex, yeah, fucks up those herbivores. Go, goes towards the herbivores. We don't want to scare them away from that. Yeah, I want them to start slaughtering those. If if we start to see, I'm basically going to have it set so that if we start to see Zolgas come to figure out what's going on, then I want to start the pyrotechnics and start creating some more chaos. Got it. So the there's the two Zolgaths were on patrol, and then the eight, uh, you know, Zolgath uh, mooks that are attending to the dinosaurs, and they're mostly napping right now. Uh, the, all the dinosaurs are seem to be... The herbivores are asleep at the very least. The T-Rexes are kind of mulling about uh, randomly. You approach, maybe not silently entirely, but nobody can see you. So you make your way into the first section of the pen with no issue. And then you find that big wooden wall worked into with bones and the hides and that reinforced tree trunk divide. And it creaks and it cracks as it stretches into what I assume you're just... How much of the spaces are you removing? 15 feet? 10 it's feet? What is 20 it? cubic feet in volume per casting. You could probably remove that entire dividing wall with that single casting then. So that's why we need two. One to do one side, one to do the other side. Got it. All right, so you re- so you go through, and the, it creaks and it cracks as it retracts and moves around, leaving a wide-open space leading into some of the next pens. Can we move to the northeast after casting those to get out of the way of the t- T-Rexes? Shuffle off in the other direction. There are some low growls that are happening from around the camp. You hear Indraconic Wizard, you recognize Those must be the Rough Riders Sounds like they're coming to inspect what's going on There's still a ways off yet And that's after one casting or both castings of Shapewood? Both Okay The T-Rex hasn't really quite fully realized what's going on I vote we move to the woods to the northeast of the pens Pyrotechnics has a 120 foot range So I can just sit there and are kind of prepared to Start shooting up some fireworks when needed. So you guys move off out of the pens range and everything? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to move, like, up to these woods up here. Oh, so you move up to the cliff overlooking the... There's a short plateau just over the corrals. Yeah. We take the high ground. So you won't make your way up there. I would also... I don't think this would be hostile either. I want to use ghost sounds to make it sound like there is a, uh, like an injured animal over towards the, the opening to try to get its attention to look that way. Do you do that after you get to the overlook 
Um, yeah, it's got a 30 foot range, so I'd have to do it on our way. I, I'd do it as we get close. Actually, I've got 60 feet because I have reach spell. So, yeah, once we get to the overlook, I'll do that. So, after de- removing the dividing walls between the herbivore pens and the Tyrannosaurus pens, they still haven't recognized it yet, but you make your way to better ground. The War Soropelta with the Zolgas on them arrive shortly after you make your way to the top and they're growling low to each other and to some of the Zolgas nearby. <laughs> Wizard, you hear the Rough Riders send a few of the mooks off to go get reinforcements to investigate what's going on. And they immediately put their weapons into a ready position, they put their halberds down, and they start tracking and searching around the area. You can see the war Soropeltas get down and sniffing the area as well. Pyrotechnics! So, with the ghost sounds, the T-Rex is still just hanging out in his cage? He doesn't do anything? Not, No, not as of yet. You would think maybe he's gotten used to that sound being very close, but not being able to go after it. So when the pyrotechnics go off, however, the Zolgath Rough Riders have already sent off the mooks, and then the flame starts. Now, with the pyrotechnics, do they... Like, what's, what are we talking here? Are we, like, like literal fireworks? Reading it, it targets one fire, but the fire has to be... Let's see. The spell targets one fire source, which is immediately extinguished if it is a non-magical fire the size of a campfire or smaller. So we're going to have to set a decent-sized fire first. And what? how are you lighting the hay? I mean, before I would have left, I feel like I would have sparked up one of the hay piles. Okay. I mean, it, there's a few. There's one to our south west and one to our southeast I probably would have done the one to the southeast since there's nothing around there to like mess with me while I'm trying to light a small fire but we'd need the fire to be big enough to not go out immediately I mean it's a hay pile it's gonna it's gonna start probably it's gonna burn up pretty quick <laughs> it's gonna go pretty quick yeah absolutely okay so while the Zolgas are arguing nearby the now completely missing se- divider and separator uh, the fire has been slowly building and it begins to get a little brighter, a little more out of control just in the corner and then before you know it the whole hay pile goes up and when the whole hay pile goes up the T-Rex that's in that pen that you removed the divide from stands up and turns around and that's when the fireworks go off 20-foot radius burst rising 20 feet into the air as long as I sustain it. So this pillar of fireworks is just all over the place. The herbivores in that pen below, they all wake up with a start and you hear a bunch of grunts and these dinosaurs, these quadrupeds getting up and and they start running around their pens and then they just naturally flow out out of the only place that they can flow out right into the pen where the T-Rex is. And as soon as they get there, the Zogas have completely lost control of the situation because the first T-Rex rears back and gives you that that classic like Jurassic Park, you know, roar. And all of the other T-Rexes wake up at the same time. And the first T-Rex just begins. It just grabs one of the uh, Stegosauruses from the ground into the air and just starts loudly chomping on it. And then all of them roar in turn. And then the massacre happens. It doesn't go quick. Because the herbivores don't have anywhere to go. 
So it does go quick? No, it it doesn't it doesn't go quick because the T-Rexes are eating. Oh. <laughs> but the herbivores can't do anything. They can't go anywhere. So the T-Rexes are just like one animal over to the other and just eating them one at a time. Now there's five T-Rexes. So they did break out of their cages to get into that one. Okay. They do break out of their cages to get into that area. Yes. It's not difficult for them to do. Because they go into a blood frenzy. My question now is, do we just fucking leave? <laughs> go to a different area? You're off in the, You're on that place of height, and you're looking, and you see Zolgas rushing to the scene. And a couple of them are carrying buckets filled with waters and troughs filled with water. There's the, you know, the Zolgath Fire Brigade coming to put out the fire, because that's now extraordinarily obvious with all the fireworks. Yeah, because either we can... We can just light these fuckers up with some big spells and take out the Zolgas, the T-Rexes, everything. Or, because we've accomplished in getting rid of basically all the herbivores, this is the Mount Pen, right? It is the Mount Pen, yes. So we're wiping out a lot of their basic mounts. They've got a couple T-Rexes left, but not nearly the number that they had for mounts. And you're all still within the invisibility sphere. It'll last for an hour? Yep. Yes. And you basically got here and lit this place up in under five minutes. So that's my, that's my question. Do we want to... How about we move on to the next... Once a bunch of guys get over here, do we just fucking destroy them? Or do we dip and go to the Gug area or something while there's all this commotion over here? Or the the Devil area? Or whatever that other spot was. The Fiend enclosure. Fiend enclosure. Yeah. Which one's closest to us? What's closest to here? Are they a ways away? Relatively, they're both roughly the same distance. How far? You'd be able to get to either location in under an hour for sure. Depending on how quickly you handled that location, you may or may not be able to get another casting of Invisibility Sphere. Sphere. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we can do here to make this even more chaotic. But I mean, there are. I'm not sure there is anything that doesn't break our sphere. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think we just leave. Let's leave. Damage is done, let's let's bail. Yeah. So with the enclosure literally erupting in flames and bloody buffet chaos, the Circus of Wayward Wonders dips, and as you're dipping, you see a singular Stegosaurus is sneaking out the eastern end of the corral. Yeah, buddy. Good job. Go get it. Everybody give me a perception check. You're watching that singular stegosaurus leave. 37. Jeez. Turtle. Turtle. Turtle and Jeb see everything. (laughs) Yeah, Turtle and Jeb see this for sure. Actually, Peach Pie, uh, with your 37, you're going to see this as well. Unfortunately, the Wizard and Moonlight don't. With a 33 and 34? No. Pressed close against the neck of the stegosaurus is a small humanoid creature. You think humanoid. Jeb, you recognize it as a kobold. There's a kobold riding on the back, really, really close against the neck of this stegosaurus. We need them at the circus. They've got a card. I'm sure they've got a card. Because you looked at all the car- cards? No, I've forgotten. <laughs> I don't remember at all. But they must. <laughs> That's got to be what it is, right? Uh, can you cast Message Wizard? Nope. No, but our Leshy can. Moonlight, you have message? Uh, uh, yeah, I do. You should message that little kobold and be like, hey, guy, what's up, yo? Well, assuming somebody points him out, I can do that. 
Moonlight. Wizard. There's a kobold on that dinosaur. Ooh, a kobold. What a strange circumstance. Yeah, Moonlight can cast message and be like, We see you there with that stegosaurus. Hopefully you can get away safe. And in a small, quiet, frantic voice, <gasps> Who are you? Where are you? We're trying to get away. Yes, we are above the enclosure that you are fleeing from. Do you see the little kobold head pop up? From behind the neck of the stegosaurus and looking over in that direction and frantically looking around, like, I don't see you! Well, you wouldn't, because we are invisible. My name is Moonlight, at the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Circus? We are attempting to get rid of these Solgas. Yeah, get rid of them! Get rid of them! They treat Bongo so terribly! Is that your name, Bongo? No, 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 my name's Kevin. Oh, it's... Bongo, your stegosaurus. He's my friend. We gotta get away. Well, there's plenty of chaos here, so hopefully you can do that. I would head for the woods. That's exactly what we're gonna do. Where should we go? Somewhere? Why are you reaching me? If you can make it back to Willow's side, let him know that Moonlight sent you. Well, I mean, we're probably gonna get back before he does. Depends on what we do. True. I've heard them talk about you. I've heard them talk about the circus. They hate you. Well, then we are doing our job. All right, I trust you. I'll go to Willow's side. Should I talk to somebody specific? Uh, talk to the professor. He's with the circus. He will make sure you're taken care of. Okay, I'm going to hide Bongo and approach alone. Yes, they are probably a little fearful of dinosaurs right now, so that's probably a good idea. The town is on high alert for the Zulgas and dinosaurs. Poor Bongo. Is there food for him? Fucking grass everywhere. Bongo has a sensitive stomach and a very specific diet. Of, of, Of what? Berries, locally and organically gathered. Well, yes, that's, like, everywhere. Is there a co-op nearby I can get? No, anyway, I'm done with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kepit thanks you. Is whispering the whole time. We'll introduce Kepip and Bongo when you get back to town. So I imagine you will likely get back before them. Six hour travel. So, what do you do now? Let's go check out some fiends. Or which one's clo- which? Which one is closer? Yeah, let's let's do let's do fiends. He said it's basically the same. So You're the same. I think the fiends sound more dangerous. We gotta take out the fiends. What are govs or gugs? Gugs are those weird things with like the Venus flytrap for heads. But yeah, I think we go to Fiend. Let's go to the Fiend one. Dinosaur paddocks dealt with in a sufficiently chaotic manner. Only about a hundred more things to do from here to finish off this Zolgath encampment. Next on the list is the fiends, I guess. Will we be able to deal with them in a similar nonsense bullshittery way? Find out next time as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.